Shut up and sit down. What is up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode, episode 60 of the STS Guys. I am Jeremy. Hey, it's Larry. Hey, guys, it's Nate. And I'm Scott. And we are the STS Guys, a weekly podcast where we sit around, shoot the shit, and talk about anything geeky, nerdy, and cool. What has been going on, guys, this week? I, I just made a mess trying to do a joke. I know. Um, well, I'm like, like, that, was, that was pretty good timing, though, Scott. It was perfect timing, it but now like, timing. it's dripping everywhere. Does it look like you spilled soup on your pants? <laughs> it, I, it's Luckily, I was able to aim it away Scott. from the crosser was- region, so no, we're good. <laughs> Shout out to Bears and Tanks yeah. spilling soup on his pants. You know what? You ain't cool unless you spill soup on your pants. Right? You, I, I mean the spilled soup in my pants club. <laughs> He was wearing it proudly, at least. You know, yeah. he wasn't ashamed. He wasn't. Like I said, I didn't at least... least there was chunks in it, so it didn't look like it was pissed. Like, you'd be like, dude, you just puke in your lap? Yeah, if anything, it was throw up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, if you, if that happens, word of advice, leave the chunks on there. So Because <laughs> throw up is way more socially acceptable than pee. <laughs> the, the, one, the one time in your life where you're saying, you know what? It's okay. Leave the chunks. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, leave them that day. Scott, you jinxed yourself, man. Like so I know, as, I did. As I'm soon like, as I fixed as, the weird thing, I'm trying to. I'm. We're gonna Scott try was it. So happy that I was. I was like, I, f- I fixed my webcam, loving to autofocus, and it's just a fucking retard, is what it is. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. So, what has been going on this week, guys? Like, I know for me, for example, I have this sexy, lovely voice right now, just because I've been sick all week. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been nuts. So you you sound better, but yeah, not a hundred percent. Yeah, I sound way yeah, better. Than what, like like yesterday, you guys heard me yesterday. Like I said, I had that that smooth, sexy voice. You, you, that was that was a sultry. That, that was, was a sultry. commercial quality voice. Like you could have recorded some commercials and made a lot of money. Oh, yeah, I, you could have sold, you could have sold me like some Dove soap or something. No, no, that was that was like Sunday, <laughs> Sunday, Sunday. I would be I would be lying if I didn't say I didn't come home and actually record a couple things. <laughs> so I have a couple things recorded. Uh, I said that I will share with you guys at a later point in time because yes. I want to I want to edit them up a little bit just because I think I think they're gems. I cannot wait to hear it because you were in a, a you know on a roll when you left. I was oh, like, yeah. okay, you go record something right now. You got it. Well, because yesterday, like I said, was the first day I started actually like, feeling fine. It's just my, like, I literally sounded like death yesterday. Um, so, like I said, but like I said, now, like I said, I'm, I'm getting back to it. I still feel fine. My voice is getting back. I'm on, I'm on a roll. Plus, said, for my birthday, I said, ended up getting uh, a late birthday present, opening up because I went to my, my UPS box finally. And lo and behold, guess what? Batman cereal. So got the, got the, got, got the Batman, got the Batman cereal. So I know Nate's been wanting that. I'm like sold out Batman cereal. Sold right? out Batman cereal. So Oof. I now have the Batman. But then you can't just have the Batman. You have also have to complement it up with the Batgirl cereal. Bam, pow, one two punch, beautiful. Well, you know gotta, what? Said, gotta love that double pack. Well, it's the I said I think it's the only cereal that I'm potentially gonna get in the next two weeks because. 
I think all of our hopes got dashed uh, uh, at Designer Con once they limited those 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 boxes of cereal to a thousand apiece. Oh yeah, no, like we were all we saw those boxes and all of us were like, oh, I'm gonna buy one of each and we're gonna yeah. go like get all these things. Like I'm gonna keep my collection. And we saw the thousand. I'm like. I maybe will get one if that. No, you're like, fuck. <laughs> and this is, yeah. this is, that was like kind of the moment that we had all been waiting for. Like, when are they going to announce something? When are they going to announce something? And then they do. And we're like, oh, cool. A thousand, you know, per day. Or we didn't even know what the limit was at first. Yeah, we're just like, no, oh, no. awesome. No. So, no so, the yeah. so what I have to do is say is Larry and I saw the post. And we're looking through it like, oh, my God, these are awesome. We we're going through each of them. Neither of us read the fine print. So I don't we were texting there, back. At, I, I don't think it was there. Yeah. I think they updated it around like four o'clock in the yeah. afternoon. Yeah. Because, because I had texted you guys about like yeah. about the limits. Yeah. So I'm like, and they're like, what? So where's that at? Like, it's in the blog post. Yeah, yeah no, it wasn't no. there. It wasn't there originally. They had updated it. Thanks, Cameron. <laughs> it's like oh. a bait and switch. Bait yeah. and switch. Bait and switch. Yeah, so they got limited to a thousand. Um, which is like what 300, 300 or something per day, 333. And uh, um, it'll be 300 per day because I they're probably throw some in the Funko shop. Um, like it's yeah, it's it's gonna be hard. Yeah, it's, I said it's my, my, my hopes were immediately dashed. Yeah, I was like, oh, I guess we're just going to cover it, not to do any personal shopping. I mean, I'm not gonna give up for you guys at least. I want to make sure you get your cereal, I will tackle children. I will run as fast as I can uh, to make sure you get that Funko cereal. You'll do the weird power walk thing where you're not really yeah. running because you're probably yeah. not supposed to run in the exhibit hall. Yeah, so uh, you don't, you don't want to get yelled at. at. Yeah, you don't want to get yelled at by security guards. So you do the weird little. Yeah, you, you uh, run like you run like Wizard from uh, the yeah, second man. season of uh, Jessica <laughs> Jones. Oh, Jesus. so true too. Because when I walk into SDCC, usually I get yelled at. Right, now I'm, I'm booking it. But so you do the, you do the power walk, man, or you just ignore everyone doing everything, anyways. I said you you get lost in the crowd of people. It gets crazy, True. so like just just run, break the rules. Yep. It's fine. But like like <laughs> Nate said, we're not giving up yet. We will be at Designer Con Friday, Saturday, and Sunday next week. Um, ooh, ooh. We hopefully we'll head to that Saturday morning Spunko booth. Um, and if the con gods let us in, great. If not, I know we're still going to have a really good time. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm excited it, nonetheless. It's a trip with my friends. Of course, yeah. it's going to be good. It's our first official out-of-state, all yeah. four STS guys trip. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have to try to do something special, maybe like a live stream while we're in there walking the floor or something. Oh, it's yeah, we'll, it's okay. Yeah. yeah, we'll see how the internet is, yeah, is in that convention problem, center. Man. So there, there will so. be a live stream. I'm like, God forbid. Like I said, we I said, <laughs> we should we should run in. Hopefully, we run into some gems. And I think I think I think we will <laughs> run into some gems because I said when Larry was going through some of the designer con feed this week, there's a couple of different people that said, Hey, you know what? Come catch me at designer con and. You know, it just so happened to be a lady with uh, googly eyes on her on her boobies. Um, so I said, hopefully, I said we can bring that coverage to all of you out there in internet land because I think that is exactly kind of what you guys want to see. Uh, I think it'll be entertaining for all. Yeah, they're really promoting it too. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, go to DesignerCon on Instagram, check their story. They're posting all kinds of stuff from all the exhibitors that are going to be there. It seems like a lot of people are making some special stuff. 
So I think that we're going to see a lot of unique items from a lot of different people. Yeah, there's like over 300 vendors. And I, like Nate said, I swear DesignerCon's posted like 300 things on their story this week. Oh, yeah. Maybe more. I'm just going through some of the stuff. And even if we don't get anything really cool, I've seen plenty of things that that have been posted. I'm like, that's actually a pretty awesome little like collectible thing. Like, yeah. They have these, uh, this person posts these uh, fear and loathing uh characters but it's all gonzo dressed as the fear and loathing characters okay. like i kind of want a couple of those <laughs> like those things are amazing no but you, you see you're missing the you're missing the point though like I said, out of all of the designer con features there's only one designer con feature that was important and it was those that crazy podcast that's giving out pogs at designer con <laughs> oh <laughs> that was in the story check, feed check out their story feed it was up in there hey i know them I know, I know those guys. Well. I, I've seen that name somewhere before. Yeah. And Pogs. That weird green logo. They're like, so, they're like geniuses. So does that mean no live podcast uh, next Saturday night? We I should think, try. I think we should try it still. In somebody's hotel room. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. Cool. And interesting. Special guest Ian Doge. <laughs> yes. Special guest Ian Doge. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Right. yeah. It's a good time. So speaking yeah. of that real quick, I oh, yeah. uh, just want to give a shout out to people in our chat uh, that have joined us for our live stream tonight. We have Death Rook Stassen, we have Study uh, Study Boy NZ, we have Emotional Spectrum, we have Diddy McGuire, we have Alyssa, Alyssa, uh, Mr. Torres, we have Steve. Steve. Um, so like I said, welcome to the chat. For those of you who are listening out in audio land, uh, we'd record our our uh our podcast every uh saturday at now 8 p.m pacific standard time uh due to daylight savings time change uh, so make sure to catch us online if you can if you can't catch us online make sure to listen to us on every available audio format itunes google play and now spotify yeah. now spotify yeah yeah so now that was pretty cool i gotta say searching on spotify for the sts guys and seeing our beautiful logo presenting itself Immediately hit follow if you come across that. So pretty yeah. much any place you can listen to a podcast at, you can catch an SDS Guys episode. Yes. Yeah, I was actually I, – I, I do have to say for anybody who is a like a podcaster, um, look into the, uh, the Spotify route. They have a really awesome uh, platform if you have an RSS feed. Uh, they have like, great analytics, and uh, as Larry and I found, their search – bar is probably the best that we've seen it's not perfect but it is definitely better than most other places that we go to so um check them out for anybody who has their own own setup it's uh it's well worth it and they just kind of changed around the rules where it doesn't matter what hosting service you use all you have to do is drop your rss feed in and like an hour later you're live on spotify so even if you had looked before and you thought oh man i can't i can't get on spotify uh, it's probably available to you now, so go back and check it out, all my podcast friends. Yes, yeah, so yes, definitely, definitely a, a positive rule change, just because I know that was a, kind of a big hangout because before you had to to use uh, their service Spreaker in order to host your podcast, but there's so many other podcasts that were hosted, you know, through SoundCloud, through some other some Podbean, some some other uh, SoundCloud, Lisbon, uh, some other uh, hosting platforms. So uh, this was definitely a huge win for those of you who have podcast RSS feeds that are outside of that Spreaker environment. Pretty cool. 
Pretty cool. You know what else is pretty cool? What else is pretty cool, Larry? I think Nate had a pretty good morning this morning. I oh, did yes. have a good morning this morning, Larry. So it was uh, SDCC 2019 open registration this morning. Uh, bright and early at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time is when the sale started. But of course, you got to be online like an hour early. And I was a little nervous because uh, if you guys remember us talking about pre-registration, it was a little bit of a struggle for me to get really anything. Um, I got a day pass on a Thursday, so I was going for more. Um, I'm also going with my girlfriend, so I'm trying to get her badges. But uh, I, it was pretty successful. Um, I don't know if it was, it was probably because I was in the buying group, because to be honest with you, I had three browsers open, thanks to Larry for lending me his registration code, or four, excuse me. Um, and I didn't get in on either one of them uh, the whole time. So you're, you're in there for an entire hour if, if you guys have not done it before. And you're just, just sitting there and watching this blue circle, hoping that something happens. But again, thanks to Larry, I'm in a buying group and uh, somebody bought for me and my girlfriend. So I lucked out and got Thursday and Friday batches. Thought about doing more, but I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do the two days. Don't don't always... be don't be greedy. We you you already got the two days. Oh. Don't press your luck. Right. But you did, it, you did two days last year too, and I think I think two days is enough. Yeah, I agree. I mean, sometimes you get there, you're like, man, I should have done three. But after those two days, you were just exhausted. Yeah. So I, I, I'm I'm really excited. It's the golden year for Comic Con. It's their 50th anniversary. So. I'm anticipating them doing something special. I'm not sure what that's going to be, but I'm excited to hear more as the year goes on. So now we just have to do the hotel sale yeah. and uh, <laughs> right. tickets and yeah. It's a whole it's a whole ordeal. Yeah. But you know what? Yeah. You have a team of people behind you. That's right. I have a awesome group of guys that always want to help me out. So I'm not too worried about it. It should be just fine. I'm excited though. Um, you know, I'm gonna try to get some coverage while I'm there. So it's gonna be oh, fun. Yeah. For sure. So it's official now. STS guys are going to Comic Con. Hey. Oh yeah. Whoop, whoop. In. Hey. Yeah. You know what? They may not let us in as media, but by God, we're gonna go anyway. <laughs> um Yes. We're, we're we're gonna check that one out. I got I I got a theory about that one. But I mean overall it seemed like most people got what they wanted for their batches. You know, like pre-reg, it seemed they were selling out really fast. This one, it wasn't quite as fast. Um, so I think a lot of people were able to get in that maybe had problems in prior years. A couple of the people I know through Instagram were like, dude, I got tickets. I haven't got tickets in like three years. So I think they might have opened it up a little bit more. Kind of what Larry was talking about when we were talking about pre-reg, how they might have limited pre-reg a little bit to let more open. Uh, be sold. I think that was the case. Well, and I think it gives an opportunity too, just for those people who haven't attended. But then also too, like I, I, I think that pre-reg is, is a great thing. But in a situation where you're not going to have problems selling those tickets, no matter what. Like, right. say for yeah, example, for sure. say if you didn't have pre-reg at all, say you pissed off all, like you know ten thousand <laughs> people, you'll have ten thousand other people that, like I said, that'll be happy to take those tickets. So true. Yeah. So I, I think, Larry, I think, I think your your theory is right. I think they limited it, the the pre reg uh, greatly from from what it was to allow more open registration, which, like yeah. I said, I think it's a good thing. I do too. And it still worked out okay for Nate. So yes, it's all good. Whew, that was a stressful hour, but it worked out. <laughs> it always is, man. Yeah. 
Um, you know what else is stressful? No, bad segue. Uh, <laughs> uh, did you guys I, see the I'm waiting guest? to see what you're going to say. Speaking of comic conventions, did you guys see the new guest announcement for Ace Comic Con that's coming to Glendale, Arizona in January? I what? did. I, I am literally so excited for one of those guest announcements. Just- There's not one, not two, but three stars of the X-Men franchise coming to Ace Yeah. Yeah. Only one that I care about. <laughs> well, the, the, well, and the one that Jeremy's going to talk about is interesting because I, outside of San Diego, we were talking about this earlier. I'm pretty sure this is the first con, like outside of San Diego, that I've ever seen this person at. Like I haven't, yeah, I I haven't seen him at a con at all. Um, like I said, like I said I think San Diego is is the one convention. Um, but the person we're talking about. Is none other than Michael Fassbender. Yeah, uh, Ty- uh, Tyler in the chat caught that. Uh, yeah, he said Michael Fassbender. Yeah, so I mean, like I said, he's definitely been at Comic Con, like San Diego for Hall H stuff for Marvel, especially when uh, um, you know X Men movies and stuff have come out. I really don't recall any time I've seen him at a con outside of that, though. Who yeah. who who is Michael Fassbender? What is he known for? <laughs> he is Magneto. Um, Magneto, uh, David from Prometheus, like tons and tons of movies. He was in the Assassin's Creed movie. He was. <laughs> he was uh, also. Uh, he was also in that movie that it didn't get such a great reception. I didn't think it was that bad. Uh, the Snowman. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that yet. So that that movie was just confusing. I, yeah, I think it was more confusing than anything else. I said it wasn't a bad movie. It was just it was it was just off was the a, wall in a couple places. It was a good movie with a good premise with bad editing. I, I think he plays like a really solid Magneto too. I've always yeah. liked his interpretation of Magneto. Uh, yeah, he's. Yeah. He, but, you know what? We're we're missing one of the best things. He was a big shot in a Band of Brothers too. Actually, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. I did too. He, was he so was, long ago. Like it feels. It feels so long ago. Yeah, it was. But <laughs> it he was, was one of the, How long ago I, was I, that? It was a long uh, time. We'll have to look it up. But yeah, he. Uh, he was one of like the the main kind of core group people for that. Tyler Calvert says that he's married to Laura Croft. I'm assuming that's the new Laura Croft, right? Holy crap! Band of Brothers was 17 years ago. Yeah, dude, it was. Because I mean, crap. what was that? Early Dang. 2000s was. Uh, that makes me feel so Saving old. Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say it was shortly after Saving Private Ryan because I think Tom Hanks was involved in Band yeah. of Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, of course, his his own kid is in it. God, yeah. 17 years ago. Right. But I, I can see why you're excited for Michael Fassbender. Uh, like we were saying, he's not a name that you really hear a lot when he, you know, going to cons. So that's one of those guys that you're going to try to get. Like, so I'm, I'm definitely excited about that. Plus, like I said, just the other guests that I already announced before, like even David Tennant. Like, I, I know a lot of people are going to say, oh, yeah, you know, you know, as the 10th Doctor and everything else like that. But like I said, for me, like the, the role he absolutely killed it in was Kilgrave. Like like Kilgrave and, and Jessica Jones, oh, yeah. like said that, oh, yeah. that that's what made that first season Jessica Jones so great. Plus, I said you have Tom Hiddleston come in, Charlie Cox, and then the other two people that they announced from from X Men are Ty Sheridan, who plays Cyclops, and then uh, Alexander Sh- uh, Ship, who plays Storm. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. And Ty, Ty Sheridan. Sheridan. Go ahead. Uh, oh, I was to say it's that's it's a good one to get now because you know already being able to headline movies like playing. Uh, um, 
Parcival? Yeah, Parcival in uh, the Ready Player One. He, you know, at, at the kind of stage that he's at in the career to be able to already head kind of headline a movie, like, and he did a pretty decent job with that. I, I can see him doing more movies. Like, he's good to get in now. Well, and I think it, I think this is a, a really cool and interesting time too because we'll actually get to see these 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 X Men actors before the next X Men movie comes out. So I I think it's 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 an interesting opportunity because typically said like I said you you get these type of visits like I said in a, in a San Diego type setting where I said the the, the movies are either other come or or they're already kind of surrounding that that San Diego uh, the San Diego dates, um, but we're we're getting some uh, we're, we'll actually get to have like panels with them before like I said uh, X Men Dark Phoenix comes out. So I, I'm yeah. I'm really excited to kind of see and sit in some of those panels and and see what they have to say about the, the upcoming movie. Right. Yeah. No. It. It's great timing to have those that group of people there. Yeah, and uh, so I know this is one guest that we had talked about, but with recent announcements, we're not sure he's going to show up. So Roman Reigns is supposed to be there. What do you think, Larry? You think uh, Roman Reigns is going to be showing up? Well, he's a little sick, so it's a uh, it's a bit iffy. But I don't know. Like that announcement came out before Ace announced their guest list, so. Uh, I wouldn't bet money on it, but I'm leaning towards yes. Yeah. Well, it depends. Like, I know he's stepping out of the ring, but does that mean he's too sick to tour? Yeah, like, it, it's... I guess it's kind of I, up in the air, honestly. I mean, he's got leukemia. It's, it's yeah. like hit or miss. Maybe, you know, like, I can see the day coming around where he just doesn't feel like standing up all day taking pictures, yeah. and, you know, you can't blame him. But uh, I think he's going to give it 100% you know, he, he 100% wants to be there. Hopefully he's feeling up to it on that day. Yeah. Definitely a good uh, a good list of people, though. You know. So I am most excited for Jessica Jones, Kristen Ritter. Yeah. And I I've already purchased my autograph ticket for said Kristen Ritter because I felt for $65 uh, that was a fair price for, for an autograph from uh, one of my favorite Marvel stars. Yeah, her and uh, Charlie Cox are both actually, like, in terms of autograph prices, at the same price. Like, they're impressive to to be able to go and meet them and do it for what sixty five bucks is not bad. Yeah, there's other people um, like the, that Charles Martinet guy who does the voice of Mario. The woohoo! That <laughs> it's a me, that, it's a Mario. Forty dollars for an autograph. So for twenty five right. more dollars. I feel like there's a little bit of value in that Kristen Ritter and Charlie Cox price. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For 65, you get a person that's, I mean, outside of what they've done non-Marvel-wise, like, look at Charlie Cox, has three headlining seasons of a TV show under his belt. I think they're, you know, well worth the $65 price tag. Considering Mama, yeah. <laughs> considering what Michael Fassbender is and... uh um, Tom Hiddleston are both two hundred dollars plus for their yeah. autographs. So. Hiddleston's two twenty five. That's a lot. Yeah, that's. But, I mean, they, you know, they're definitely a different caliber of actor, but still, Kristen Ritter and Charlie Cox are awesome. So yeah. I think that's a good price. Weren't we looking the other day and um, at that Las Vegas Toy Con next year? Don't they have those two guys from the Power Rangers <laughs> at like forty bucks each? Yeah. <laughs> They're, they're, uh, okay, I mean, so to to, to clue into this one, we I, let, let's here's what I want to do. I'm we have at least a couple right people. <laughs> we have a couple people in the chat, yeah, so let's, let's just say this. this. Let's pull this. So, out. 
there was two of the guys, not the main two guys, that were uh, in Super Troopers. And uh, I even forget the characters' names, dude, uh, from Power Rangers. Uh, it was uh, Bulk and Skull. Bulk and Skull. Bulk and Skull. Those are the ones I would yeah. Yeah, Bulk and Skull. And then, um, yeah, two of the... Uh, so- Paul Soder and uh, Eric uh, Stolansky from uh, Super Troopers. Yeah, Rabbit and Foster. Rabbit and Foster. Yeah, yeah, we're in there. And so Nate and I had a disagreement because. Well, well, hold on. Before we even do that, let's ask people in the chat and then we can kind of. Who would you rather get an autograph from? Who would you pay more to see? Uh, Rabbit and Foster from the Super Troopers or Bulk and Skull from Power Rangers? You guys decide. So this started a controversy between me and Scott because uh, we started arguing about what justifies a good price or an a higher price for an autograph. Yeah, like... To me, I was on the side of Bulk and Skull, you know, warranting a higher price because those yeah, guys no, were in the Power yeah, Rangers. Well, and that's what you said, is you were you were commenting that the... Yeah, I, yeah Tyler, I'd I pick neither. <laughs> so, so the argument came out is this. Let's just put it this way. Nate was surprised that the Super Trooper guys who have been in movies were uh, charging more for their autograph than Bulk and Skull. And I said, very much so. They deserve it. But your argument was the fact that they've been movies as opposed to TV, right? Well, they were in something other than Power Rangers. Yeah, well, but Power Rangers was one of the most beloved franchises of the nineties. But no one Thank gave you. a shit. No one gave a shit about Bulk and Skull. Like you were, no. gonna, you were gonna go with like the Red Ranger or the Green Ranger. Like, you know what? If um, any of the original Power Rangers were charging that price, I'd be like, yeah, that's an awesome price. Do it. But Bulk and Skull, the fucking comic relief, don't deserve that shit. Like. Who gives a shit? I, I think oh, they guess were... what? Bulk is doing the weird little Twitch version of Power Rangers where he plays the Yellow Ranger. Hooray! He's, he's playing still... a card game. No, the thing about that is he is still doing Power, Power Rangers, Rangers stuff to this day because, like Larry said, it is a cult following type show. It's yeah. one of those shows that ah. people just love. And Bulk and Skull, I disagree with you, man. Bulk and Skull were a bigger part of the show than you're giving them credit for because sometimes the enemies would latch onto Bulk and Skull and like have them being the driving force of like bad vibes between the Rangers. And then the enemies are like, all right, white Rangers by himself attack. Yeah. So Bulk and Skull, I think were kind of a pivotal part and they were on TV for a long time. You yeah. Know? No. Rabbit yeah. and Foster. They've been in some, uh, what, what's their uh, movie company? Uh, Broken Lizard. Broken Lizard. Broken Lizard. Yeah. So I, I a lot of people probably only know them from Super Troopers. They were in some other movies, but yeah. I just I just don't think they're as uh, the same quality as actor, yeah. man. Uh, unfortunately, Nate, everyone but Barry McCockner in the chat is agreeing with me that they would much rather go and are in support of the Broken Lizard Super Trooper guys. So eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go to Las yes. Vegas Toy Con and pay for Bulk and Skull. I and then you know give what? it and, to you as a gift. And I'm going to go get the Super Troopers guys and give it. In fact, <laughs> I actually have Eric's right up there, the top one. I'll give you that one. All right, it's on. You're getting a, you're getting a <laughs> but, gift for Christmas. Oh, I, I know exactly what I'm getting for you too, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and while I respect everybody's opinion in the chat, 
I also respectfully disagree. All right. Vulcan skull this, all the way. This is a uh, a great controversy that that we had. A big argument. <laughs> it was a legitimate argument. Like you, I yeah. kid you not. Like people like around us were turning around to figure out: Are they actually fighting? Like, <laughs> yeah. they're actually getting heated over. Yeah, they're like, "Are you kidding?" This like, <laughs> I had simmered down, but now talking about it again, I'm getting all fired up. You get all riled. You're like, "You'd pay more for Vulcan skull than people in movies." Nate, I am on team Vulcan skull. Me too. Yeah, Thank you. I, all oh, three man. of you guys yes. are like would rather get it, but it, it's not necessarily. Would you rather have them? It's I don't. Do they justify them. paying more? And I think well, the people that write and star in movies, I think, I think justify pay, charging a little bit more than Bulk and Skull from the Power Rangers. Well, I don't know, man. I would much rather have their autograph, and that's the thing. Like you get like. Larry's got a decision between Christian Ritter and Charlie Cox. They're both about the same, but he's like, I'm going with Ritter because Ritter just means more to him. See, she does. She means gets me right in the field. She gets you in the field. She gets you in the field. <laughs> are you going to ask her about the, that time that she OD'd in Breaking Bad? That's absolutely what's going to happen, right? <laughs> I, I love that scene where you died in Breaking Bad. Just this, let's see what yeah. that reaction was Walt, to that. Walt walks away. Yeah. <laughs> Oh uh, man, I forgot about that role. Is it is yeah. it really sad that I I would want to pay money for this, but I want to get a picture of Charlie Cox, but when the cameras are going, I want him to look the other way. Like just have him not looking at the camera. <laughs> like I got a picture of Daredevil and he's looking. You should get him a walking stick and bring that yeah. the photo. No, just just me look at the camera, smile and him look just like slightly to the left. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> blind man walking stick. Nate, Nate, you need the, you need the blind man walking stick prop. Like yeah, have him I'm hold gonna, that and just look the other direction. I'll just bring it and just give it to him. Like, hey, can you use this? And then look kind of to the left. Yeah, I think he'd do it. Oh, he totally. Oh, yeah, I think he'd he'd get a kick out of it. For like, sure. he seems like he's a cool enough guy. They'd be like, oh yeah, you want me to pretend I'm blind? Like, yeah, my character does that. Sure. Like, what do you want me to do? With so according to the rules on the Ace website, right? You can you can ask for poses and stuff. You just can't kiss them. Oh damn! Well, I guess I'm out. Uh, apparently that's been a problem in the past so I maybe mean, that's what happened to kiss on Ritter last year now. well you know i wonder is that why uh chris evans got yeah. sick last year chris evans, <laughs> someone gave chris evans mono yes <laughs> chris he's yeah it's yeah we're gonna call it the chris evans rule the uh can't kiss the uh the the celebrity don't lip lock the talent yeah dang it larry gotta be careful I'm pretty I, sure Kristen Ritter could beat any of us up, to be honest with you. I don't want to find no. out, but I think you're absolutely right. No, what, okay, so, so screw that. Screw that. You need to ask her about her movie role. Uh, she's out of your league, where she plays the bitchy friend to the she hot did, girl. Dude, that was her niche for a long time. Yeah. That's When she was in uh, Breaking Bad, I was like, isn't that that girl that always plays an asshole? Yeah. Well, she does a really good job at it. I could totally see why. That's what she yeah. was in Jessica Jones, you know? Yeah, absolutely. She's not all warm and fuzzy. No, no. she's uh, hard to get along with and a bitch sometimes. She's yeah. rough and gruff. The way Larry likes them. Yeah. Yes. Rough, rough and tough and in tight jeans. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Uh, again, every once in a while, things just come out of Larry's mouth that I do not expect. <laughs> Larry surprises you. Yeah. In a good it's just way. it's just out of left field. I'm like, that's a comment that me or Jeremy would make. 
Speaking of rough and tough and tight jeans, Sabrina. <laughs> oh, that, that was, segue. That was great. I don't know. I just, I just yeah, tried, was, I tried to throw that something was perfect. Oh, my God. You, we are not hitting the segues today. <laughs> I disagree. I think that was awesome. <laughs> Speaking of rough so, and tough and tight jeans. So here it, I know where I stand in terms of Sabrina. I, I, I've talked with Larry about it. I know where I stand. Jeremy, we really didn't get a chance to talk. So I, I do want to know kind of your thoughts on Sabrina, because I think you were the most excited out of all of us for it to come out. I was. Um, and I actually finished the entire series. Um, wow. Yeah. So. Super Riverdale fan, Jeremy from the SDS guys. Yeah. Um, ben, surprise, surprise. Finish Sabrina. So I thought it had some it had some good stuff and it had some bad stuff and I, and I think that the things that plague a lot of these shows is that they take too long in character development than what they need to and I, Sabrina like I said it's it suffers from that so like I said it takes up until like episode seven or episode eight to actually really get into hey you know what there's really not any more character development. It's Sabrina, Sabrina at this point in time, and then you actually get story. They actually get some 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 decent story along with it. Uh, before that, it's all you know morality choices and building your building her moral character, building basically who she is as a person. You know, living the split life in between. You know, being a witch and also you know being a human. Um, like I said, it's that's that's the downfall of the show. Um, I actually thought it was actually. A, you know, actually really good, especially those last three episodes were actually really, really good. Um, just because like I said it, it, there was some like decent action. There's some, there, there, there's, there's some, uh, there's some peril, some legitimate peril that you actually felt like, hey, you know what? Hey, how, how is, how are they going to get out of this situation? Um, so rather than, you know what? Hey, you know what? I already know exactly how it's going to happen. Um, <laughs> What? Jeremy, stop talking. Yeah, I'm just reading the chat. So, somebody was saying that the screen was locked on you. Yeah, but you didn't stop talking, oh, so I couldn't check. There, there we go. Uh, that was my fault. Um, so, thanks, thanks Nerdsmithing, for the heads up. Thanks, Nerdsmithing. Sorry to interrupt you, Jeremy. Hey, yeah, you're fine. So keep going. There's there's genuine peril. Yes. Yeah. So there's there's genuine peril uh, in in those last three episodes. Um, so I'm actually looking forward to part two, where basically she's kind of now fully stepped into her into her element um it's one of those things where i like said it it was kind of slow to start but like i said it, it wrapped up on a strong point where it actually made me excited for the, the, the second season yeah i agree it was uh it was better than i had expected because you know I remember Melissa Joan Hart, Sabrina, but I didn't watch it a whole lot. I watched episodes here and there. It wasn't one of those shows that I was super into. Um, so I wasn't really excited for Sabrina, but it was a show that I wanted to check out because I wanted to see how Netflix was going to do it. And they actually kind of surprised me. Uh, the, I think the quality of Netflix shows has just gotten so good. And, uh, you know, you can see it with Daredevil now, the last season, which was awesome. Sabrina is really good. Uh, I watched that Maniac show, which was good. Um, Netflix is doing a good job, and I, I enjoyed Sabrina a lot more than I thought I was going to. It was kind of a little bit darker than I was expecting, but it's it's almost like it's doesn't know if it wants to be the CW show, which is not wanting to push the boundaries, or if it wants to go to that Netflix route where it's willing to go a little bit further. I yeah. think it 
kind of rests in the middle there sometimes, and sometimes it will go to one extreme or another. And I think that's why. What did you break? Yeah, I think that's why I like it. Just because there's you have this you have this this conception in your mind of this family friendly Sabrina the Teenage Witch from the Melissa Joan Hart era. But then, like I said, then there's the scenes in the in the show where you know Sabrina's like, oh, she takes a knife and slits somebody's throat. Like it's 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 that complete out of left field that you're never gonna see. Like in in like so that fun family friendly version. So uh, I think that's why I actually liked it a, a little bit more, just because like I said it was they made it basically so different uh, from like the the family friendly version. Um, but then like I said it also kind of. It was fun to kind of see some of the characters and how even some of the characters that were in this new version of Sabrina were honestly similar to their characters in the family friendly version as well. Yeah, except that Salem doesn't talk yet, but it's cool still. No, yeah, that, that's the thing is first off, Salem needs to talk. Even if he's just like a little like Satan cat in this one, he needs to talk like they need to figure out a way to, to get him to talk. <laughs> Like make him the make him the devil stuck in a cat or something. If there's anything I remember from the original Sabrina is that Salem would talk and he always had funny things to say. That's I thought that was he was a he was a sassy kitty. He was. I thought it was a key part of the show. Yeah, absolutely right. He was he was the most memorable part of that show. Um, I only made it to episode five. Episode five was the one where it's like three quarters dream sequence. And it was really, really bad. Uh, yeah. It's really, really boring. It, anytime you get a, anytime you get a dream sequence episode, like a full dream, it, like again, Netflix, stop with the fluff and your shows. Like, just cut the the episode count down. You don't have to put shit like that in. Yeah, that was the one that broke me, and I'm like, ah, I don't really want to watch this anymore, and I didn't. No, so, so nerdsmithing uh, brings up a po- interesting point uh, about the devil worship. What did you guys think about that? Just because that was really prevalent throughout the entire show. And I said, I think it's even more so just because the Church of Satan actually is now suing Netflix for $150 million because they basically stole their effigy of the devil. Well, yeah, it, it wasn't their, um, the, the whole worship in the devil thing that they're mad about. They just put that statue up in, was that Georgia? Or wherever it was that they put, and basically Netflix is like, "Uh, what are we going to use as a picture for the devil?" That statue's really great, so they basically used like their copyrighted photo or like image but of Baphomet for the the picture. Is it necessary? So, and this is this is I think this is an argument they're going to use in court though, because they're they're a certified religious organization. So, is it is it basically like using a, a Christian cross? Like it's, yeah. it's, 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 is it is it open to anybody can use it because there's Christian crosses and used in every single type of the different movies in several yeah. different ways. So I, and I think that's the argument they're going to use in court to kind of you know oppose that just because they basically want to be the religion. And I think this you is, can't have your cake and eat it too. Exactly, is is, exactly. Is kind of what they they want. Yeah, they want to be a religion, but you can't. They want to be taken seriously, but they can't take any of the criticism, right? Yeah, and I, and I think that's what I think that's what it's gonna be. So, yeah. so let, let's go into the thing. I think I only made it an episode and a half in, and then at a, at a certain point, I don't even remember what happened, but I got pulled away from the screen, and I was like, I don't have any intention to ever return to that show past the, the uh, first thing, it, you know. And for me, it, the I just none of the characters within that first 
couple ep- like that first episode and a half, I didn't like any of the characters. Like oh, they were oh trying to do God. all the building. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like they're awful. The like, ants, none of the characters. The yeah. ants suck. The boyfriend sucks. Those three sisters from the school. I don't like any of these people. Yeah, like I didn't find anybody that I was like, "Wow, I like you. I'm rooting for you." And Sabrina's was like, o- Sabrina's okay. She's okay at best. I was like, I don't care about any. Like, no. you haven't done anything in the series to make me invest in any of these characters enough. Like Jeremy said, it takes well, seven episodes for it to get good. You're a, a TV show trying to start its feet. Why do you wait seven episodes? Like, you need to try to get everybody hooked in those first couple of episodes. Yeah. And it was so slow to get started. I could not get into it. See, it it does. But like I said, it's, and I I think maybe it's just, it's the messed up stuff that I said, just keeps me, keeps me, keeps me entertained and and watching the show. Like, so like, so nerdsmithing brings up, uh, so there's a part basically where they, they they do cannibalism in the show where they're like straight up eating somebody. Uh, Or there's another part in this episode where basically this dude has to basically off his own brother. Like it like there's like messed up like super messed up things in the show. Like yeah. you're like, you know what, they're not gonna do that. And then they go there and they're like, oh my god, they went there. Um and it, so it makes you like I said for me, it made me want to keep watching just to see like basically, you know what, how far are they willing to kind of take this for basically a quote unquote like CW type show? And they went yeah. really far with some of the shit in there. Yeah. Right. And but, I'm gonna uh, Go oh, ahead, go ahead, Nate. No, you uh, go I, ahead. I was going to say, I'm going to come in defense for the show a little bit because I actually made it to episode seven. I haven't finished it yet. But um, so a few things. I'll agree with Larry that the Batty Bat episode is probably one of the weakest. Um, it's the dream sequence one. It's this demon Batty Bat that comes. Uh, but on the sixth episode, it actually gets pretty good. And there's like this exorcism that happens. But to Jeremy's point, at the end of that one, this girl has like this voodoo doll and like kills this guy by giving him a heart attack and crushing his chest. But there's just unexpected things that happen. And one thing I'll recommend like that made me want to watch this show even more is to watch it with maybe somebody else. Like I I watch it with my girlfriend and it actually makes it a lot more enjoyable because we kind of talk about like, oh, the old Sabrina, new Sabrina. But she enjoys it and it makes me kind of want to watch a little bit more. And I'm actually enjoying it more the more I'm putting time into it yeah you'll, yeah. you'll really like so just speaking from experience you'll really enjoy that last tail end of the sea of, of the season i really did just because like i said it it covers some messed up stuff like it it takes some weird turns right so like, if you have characters that are unlikable how far can shock value really take you <laughs> is the question i have like yeah you want to watch it just because how far is netflix going to let them go in all your things that you said you enjoyed about it, you you never brought up that you're like, yeah, I really enjoyed this specific so, character. Like, so, they're all piles of shit. No, like, and, and so I, have to, <laughs> I I disagree with that a, a, a tad, just because, like I said, it's the, the the one fault of the show. Like I said, and like also, uh, that's what I've been saying since the beginning is it takes too long to develop these characters. Like I said, the relationships and the intertwining between these characters they get weirder and weirder and deeper and they, they kind of take some different angles the deeper you get into the show so like the sisters and stuff that that, that are that are weird and like so the friends and stuff like that the the future episodes like i said there's it, it's building all these different little itty bitty story arcs for each of these characters where like so they start to different cross paths in different ways where like i said it makes you relate to the characters a little bit more like so for example that one that main sister that main sister uh witch 
uh, the one with the, the one with the, the slick back hair. I said I hated that chick from the very beginning, the very the first order. But like I said, there's certain there's this certain path that this, that character takes in those later episodes. Like, well, like I can see why she's kind of messed up the way she is, and how why she hates people, and this, that, and the other. And then like I said, there's there's this different path that she takes that you makes you basically identify with that character a little bit more. Yeah. It's it's definitely a slower burn, and I think that's what loses people a lot, is that those first couple episodes don't do a whole lot to keep you going. For me, it dropped at a really good time because it was Halloween. I always try to watch a lot of stuff that's like Halloween-related, so I'm like, all right, let's just get into the mood. Let's watch this show. And I've made it to seven. I plan on finishing it. Uh, but I can see how it's not for everybody because there's just some things, like Scott had said, there's a lot of weak characters. There's a lot of people that you meet initially, like, oh, I don't really like that character. But... To Jeremy's point, the more you learn about them, the more they show, the more you start to appreciate them in their role within the universe that they've created. So, I mean, I think it's a, what, it's a 50-50 split here between us, right? I'm Two glad, us, I, I'm glad I, I have like finally someone on my side because everyone was giving me so much shit for <laughs> liking Riverdale. I'm like, <laughs> you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to take flack again for this for, for liking Sabrina. But <laughs> See, Nate, I didn't I, even... No, you know what? I didn't like, watch Riverdale. Uh, I, I will put it this way: like I've I've tried both. I think Sabrina is a million times better than Riverdale. It's just for me, I just don't like it. I couldn't. The characters are what really drove me from it. I just I need to find somebody that I actually like or like get Murphy invested Brown. in. Yeah. Hey, it's a character. Can I get invested in? Yes. And by the way, as a follow up to that, I watched the first episode of that show and it's a pile of shit. I will admit it. Like, is it better than Riverdale? Yeah, it is. Wait, but it was still a pile of shit. Uh-oh. Wait, you watched Murphy Brown? Yeah, I told you I would. I'm a man of my word. God damn it. How do we not find out about this until right now? I know. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm I don't know. I'm kind of questioning that one. It, it's Uh-oh. like I said, it's awful. It's awful. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 bad. Like you think, like oh, revival of a show. I was like, oh, I'm excited for it. No, it's bad. Uh, it's <laughs> what, bad. What is that even on? Is it like? Uh, or no, no. You have to. So I got it on Uncle Cody because uh, that was the only way I could find it. Uh, but it's there. It's on CBS. Yeah, the CBS streaming app is where you have to get it. Yeah. Which... But you can't. You can't use the CBS streaming app on your phone. No, you have you to use it, do from it a on your. You can do it on like yeah, desktop or laptop, which is really weird too. Like, come on, CBS! Like, yeah. people watch stuff on their phones because I tried to watch it, um, but I couldn't. I couldn't get it to play on my phone, and I wasn't. I wasn't interested enough to sit in front of my laptop. Hey, for hey, like Scott! Since you are so invested in Murphy Brown right now on that brand new TV that you just got, you can install the CBS app. Yeah, not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. Uh, before that show, there was nothing good on CBS that has ever really been played in the last, I'll give it the last 10 years. And guess what? That holds true after Murphy Brown. <laughs> hey, Andy, Andy's on Team Riverdale. Thank you, Andy. Yeah, I appreciate I just, it. I just don't like Riverdale. I, I don't know what it is. There's something about it. I am just vehemently against that goddamn show. It, I, I don't know if it's just I watched a couple episodes and it just annoyed the living shit out of me. And I think I was like done with it. So wait, seen it. wait a minute, Scott. So you're saying there's nothing good on CBS. Uh-oh. What about <laughs> the Big Bang Theory? 
What about Survivor? What about NCIS, Criminal Minds, <laughs> Blue Blood, starring Tom Selleck? Okay, um, nothing in that list you said was ever good. My wife likes Criminal Minds, and I like the first couple seasons of it, but yes. it got old oh. real quick. Oh. No, the first couple seasons of Big Bang were good, too. Yeah, exactly. But like I said, I'll give it like the last like couple of years. Nothing good is on that 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 network young sheldon (laughs) larry's always looking out for the little guy you know he's always fighting i'm always an asshole and larry is always a white knight that's the way it goes (laughs) i had to find out what else was on cbs because i couldn't think of anything (laughs) i don't watch any of those shows okay let's bring that is that a problem for yeah, that network absolutely like i could name fox shows i could name abc shows yeah even though i don't really watch many uh but i couldn't name a single thing on cbs as I was looking for it to just to kind of be a man of my word here, is it really sad that I was actually surprised that CBS is still a goddamn network? (laughs) (laughs) So There's two shows here. There's a show called elementary that's been on since 2012. I've never heard of it. And there's a show called Madam secretary that's been on since 2014. Is is the elementary one that you're talking about? Is that the one with Lucy Liu? Uh, I don't think so. Or is that the, Oh yeah, it's Lucy Liu. And it's got that guy from, uh, I don't know. He was in like Blade or Dracula 2000 or some vampire movie from the early 2000s. Yeah, I only know that one because at this it came out around the same time as the Benedict Cumberbatch uh, Sherlock, and I was like, wait, there's two like Sherlock Holmes modern day shows, oh. and the British one is way better. Yeah, never heard of it. Four years, four seasons, right? Yeah, no, like I, I think that's a problem for for CBS. That's why they were like, excited about Candace Bergen and uh, Murphy Brown. Man. Yeah, like we got name name recognition, and then it just is bad. It, it's like it, it is. It's trying to take like an did, old wait, wait, newspaper wait, wait, wait. show. Did you just use Candace Bergen and name recognition in the same sentence? <laughs> I, I just said this. It's Dude, for the older folks to yeah, try to so get them into it. If you're over sixty, man, you know who 60, Candace you know Bergen is. Yeah, and like it was the thing. It's like they're trying to get something to get people to, to come in and watch and it failed spectacularly because they try to be like here here's what it was it was a problem with that show and i know that we shouldn't be probably talking about this but i'm going to because it was awful um they tried to take that show which was all like newspaper based right and like news and radio and like the old school media and try to be like we're gonna move it now into like new age media of social media and like talk tv shows and it doesn't work like i don't think the the writers actually have ever seen like facebook ever and they talk about like social media like it's bad oh. it, it it's bad i like, like how you, i like how grandpa scott went facebook to you for social media yeah it's things they talk about in the damn show yeah <laughs> like, yeah and that was the thing i'll bring this up when it comes to riverdale i think that was the problem is what uh andy says on a nursery thing here i started watching riverdale and didn't realize it was from the archie comics until i saw josie and the pussycats for me it was the same thing i watched it i was like when does this become an archie like series like this does not seem like archie at all and that's why i like it (laughs) yeah because it's Uh, not archie not like clean old archie and jughead and going to the sock hop and going to the sugar bowl and all this like crap like it's like it has like like some some references and stuff like that, but as I said, it's not your typical Archie series. Yeah, 
And I think maybe it's just I'm all for the nostalgia feel of I want I want that old school series. You can do some of the dark things like one of my favorite Archie comics is the one where Jughead becomes a werewolf and basically ends up eating like half of the characters. There's actually a good Sabrina comic too where she has, ends up being the wife of Cthulhu. That's pretty cool. That's that was amazing. a good that was a good series. So they did some interesting things with the comics. So you're more the classic thing. So you know what? You don't you don't like the new Murphy Brown. You're the go to the classic Murphy Brown. I want the old school ones. Yes. You know what I want? Bring back bring back news radio. With uh what's his face? Uh Phil well, Hartman. Yeah. We well, can't yeah, he was gonna say you can't bring back one of the characters, unfortunately. Uh but most of the other people on that show aren't doing shit. Bring them back. There's a couple of the people from Kids in the Hall in that show, so like they haven't done anything lately. <laughs> Who replaced Phil Hartman? Was it John Lovitz? Wasn't John Lovitz on that show for a little bit? I think so, yeah. You know, Andy Dick. Yeah, oh, yeah, you had yeah, Andy yeah. Dick on there. Come on, like a TV show with Andy Dick. Come on, Joe Rogan. Tons of people were on that. <laughs> oh, God. Like no one knows who this guy's name is, but uh, the boss was Stephen Root. Oh yeah, uh, name recognition, yeah. Stephen Root. You know, Stephen Root from uh, Office Space. Yeah, yeah, Office Space. Uh, King of the uh, Hill. Dodgeball, the dude with the glasses with the kids. Um, he, he's the voice of Bill. Yeah, King he is Hill. the voice of Bill. Yeah. Like, uh, what else was he in? Um, I'm trying to look at, I'm, I'm actually looking up the, the, the cast here. Yeah, it was John Lovitz that you're talking about. Patrick Warburton, that's the other guy I was thinking of. Uh, I'm okay. <laughs> Don't mind me. What, what's going on? You got Lenore. Lenore. <laughs> hey guys, it's Bill. Hey guys. <laughs> I'm Lenore. It's, it's Bill. <laughs> that is a total inside joke. That is amazing. Uh, I'm just doing my own thing. Yeah. Uh, if anybody ever wants to actually figure out the inside joke, just go watch the episode where, where Bill pretends to be a woman. And uh, it's, his, it's his own girlfriend, right? Is what he's no, pretending to be. No, it's his wife yeah, his own wife. So he's, but the best part is like, it's Bill. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and now we're off track talking about King uh. of the Hill. Wow. <laughs> we just derailed like quick. Oh, um, Tyler says they're bringing back the Twilight Zone. Is that classic enough for you? Yes. Ever since Black Mirror came out, I have said that I want a remake or like a modernization of Twilight Zone. If they're bringing it back, I am all for it. So but here's what I want them to do. I don't want new. I don't want new stories. I want modernizations of the existing stories. No, you see, but here's I. I thought of that, but then started to think about it. Most of those stories are actually pretty, like timeless. Like the, obviously, like the 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 environment that they exist in was was kind of old timey. But the the concepts and things that happen to most of the people, like uh, the terror at ten thousand feet with the the gremlin on the plane, which I think they're doing again, like. You don't need to redo that one. That already is still relevant with like a little monster on the fucking yeah. wing of a plane. Like that's still relevant today. Airplanes mm-hmm. haven't changed that much since. Yeah, then. like or the the whole concept of the dude that hates everybody, 
and just wants to read his books and ends up being the last survivor of apocalypse and breaks his glasses like um that, that still is relevant today like you could look at it and yeah like everything else has changed but the shit that happens in that still is relevant to this point like i would like to see a more modern kind of like paranormal-ish stories right because you know black mirror is always more technology based i still kind of want like that same thing but more paranormal based like uh twilight zone always was. all right so, so modern you, day stories so you bring up you bring up the terror at twenty thousand feet um like you don't want don't want a modern version I'm gonna, I'm gonna they just, already have no, a modern no, no, version no. that with john lithgow no i know but, like they already did the modern version back in the 90s but i'm saying i'm saying i said a, a today version not like a, 90s is like 30 years old that's it's still uh, what i've I mean, been on at, american I mean, look airline look planes look first this. of all look, look, and they are the same planes from the 90s look, look at the look at the gremlin do you see <laughs> okay yeah you're doing Come that on. here pull up the uh uh john lithgow version i because that's William Shatner, by yeah, the way. That's true. The John Lithgow <laughs> one was a bit better. Yeah. And uh, it was still awesome. The idea that everyone thinks that dude is crazy. Yeah. Outer Limits. Amazing. Like, I want that parallel or like, you know, kind of like universe shit. Like, see, look at that one. Yeah. Yeah. That's better Gremlin. And it's got like, first off, in general, I will watch anything John Lithgow because he's. So you see awesome. something like that hanging out in your airplane at 30,000 feet, you're going to freak sh- the hell out. Yeah, that, that's a, you're going to shit yourself. There's thing. something like, on the wing. Something yeah. is on the wing. On the wing. Yeah, like, it's still, even though it's bad, you know, dude so, in a green monkey suit in the old one, like, <laughs> it's still it's still relevant. Like, don't and, remake that one. Create a new story. Like, no, I but just I'm don't saying, need retelling. I'm not saying that one specifically. I'm saying like, like so. There's the one where uh, it's the what about the pig face people? The pig people. It's uh the beauty one. That one, dude. Go back right there. The time enough at last. Yeah. That one. You don't need to retell that one. It's still relevant. You could, That's you could totally remake that, that one. Loves books. He becomes the last person, and he breaks his goddamn glasses, well, so he can't read a book. And I think that would be a mistake to do any kind of retellings. Like Black Mirror is a good example of how you can do a Twilight Zone type show and not redo old stories. You know, I think if Twilight Zone is going to be successful, it's going to be new. Make some new content. I think that's the biggest problem that these shows do now. They use this old name. They try to remake classic episodes that were already good. They're going to screw it up. I'm not going to do it justice. And you're going to piss people off and then ruin the name of Twilight Zone. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do or if you're gonna remake them, do it sparingly. Do one old remake, and then like four new stories, right in the episode. Yeah, I'm saying I'm not saying everything. I'm just saying like take some of these classic ones though and give them a modern, give them a I, modern twist. Yeah, yeah, I just see a picture of you uh, of you with Stephen Root pulled up on IMDb. <laughs> the guy who I I really didn't know was different than Rip Torn for the longest time. They like I thought they were the same guy forever. Hey, it's Judge Jack in the house. What's going on, Judge Jack? <laughs> so yeah. any of our new listeners on Spotify, uh, I'm sorry, but this is basically what all of our episodes devolve into is us arguing about stupid shit. Well, one thing I want to make sure that we cover before we do go is that we now have hoodies and T-shirts available. Yes. So if you guys want to support the STS guys, you can buy a hoodie or a T-shirt. You go to stsguys.com. 
and here. you go to the STS Guys store, and uh, you can click on those two links, whichever one you want to get. They come in different colors, different sizes. Um, they are all you know. sold and shipped by Amazon. So if you have Amazon Prime, it is free shipping. Jeremy's and got it. Jeremy's pulling it up Here right now, so I'll shut up. Oh, you can talk. I, I got it. Yeah, he pinned okay, it. He got, He's got it locked. He, he no, appropriately he, pinned it this time. Appropriate pinned it. Yay. <laughs> uh, so there you go. So we have t-shirts and hoodies available for sale at the the website. So yeah, as, as Nate said, go to stsguys.com. You go to the STS Guys store. They are, for what they are, they are very inexpensive. Whoa, how much are we talking for a t-shirt? Because $12.99. Whoa. That's like, yeah, that's a good price because you can get t-shirts at Target for that. Yeah. And if you're a Prime member, that is the price shift what, and plus whatever tax is in your, your locale. Yeah. So uh, Jeremy has it pulled up here. Uh, there's, what, five different colors that we have. Comes in men's, women's, and because we are so child-friendly, according to Nate with his streams for Larry, <laughs> uh, I we also have it available in child sizes. Yes. And if you guys, for any reason, don't want a t-shirt or a, a sweatshirt, you can still support us at Patreon. We are on Patreon. You can do monthly donations. We have different tiers. Uh, we just appreciate you guys being here and hanging out with us. But if you guys want to go a little bit further, maybe show some more support by getting a hoodie or a t-shirt. Or supporting us on Patreon, we really appreciate it. Yeah, we literally do not make any money on the shirts at all. Yeah, we yeah. Put, we no, price... Jeremy and I had that discussion. We make three cents per t-shirt that we sell, and that's just because cost offset or whatever. We couldn't do it at cost, or else it'd be a weird like it's twelve dollars and eighty-seven cents, and we just went with twelve ninety-nine. So it's really show your support for the STS guys by wearing a cool shirt, not by giving us any money. Yeah, yeah, yeah we right. we again, we yeah, we definitely don't make any money off the shirt. We just want to have people walk around with our awesome skull logo, basically, and have people ask you, "Hey, what's that?" Exactly, and then you can tell <laughs> it's them, a podcast. Hey, you, what's that on your shirt? And you can say, "It's the STS guys. They're funny as fuck." And one last plug, if anybody's going to be at DesignerCon next weekend, look for us. All four STS guys will be there. We're going to be hanging out, handing out pogs, pins, stickers. We'll be High taking fives. pictures. You know, if we know you from the chat, we'll, maybe we'll put you on our Instagram story. So uh, please come find us. We're going to have fun. And I uh, hope you guys can join us there. Yeah. Nice and you can, And you can find us on Instagram at STS guys, on Twitter at STS guys. We're still on Facebook for all your grandparents at the SDS guys. And I am Larry from the SDS guys. Shown like a villain. Boom. Boom. Shakalaka. You're welcome. It's a good segue. The all best right. segue of the night. That was good. Good, good handoff. Good. Really, really, yeah. really good handoff. The, the only one we've done successfully. Hooray. <laughs> yeah. It's like you were Joe Montana and I was Jerry Rice and we just won the Super Bowl. Talk about grandpa things. Whoa. <laughs> Go long, Larry. That was you, the first that, quarterback I thought of. That that's what we, really you went with Joe Montana, not Doug Flutie? Get those Flutie Who? flakes. Who? What Montana is definitely more recognizable than Flutie. I know. I just like the guy that has cereal. I know. I only <laughs> eat one cereal, Scott, and it's Funkos, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you, you got quite you, the you collection. really need to expand your thing and find us an old box of Flutie flakes. Goes, you know, Jerry. That's the thing is, I let's. I'll, I'll throw that the gauntlet again. 
If you can find some flutie flakes, I will eat those on camera. Are you? They don't. Don't you friggin' dare me to find <laughs> something. Hey guys, Wait. if we get, go ahead, Larry. Oh, I was gonna say that could be our Super Bowl episode. And if we get really lucky next week, this time next week we might have some new exclusive Funko cereals. Yes. Hopefully, Dude, they're like five bucks. Like on eBay, like they are what, not. Booty flakes? Yeah, you're, booty look at here, here, here we go. Here we go. Look at this. $6.70. Guess what, sir? You're going to eat some cereal. I, I said, I, you know what? Like, I, I'm not afraid of it. I will do it. I will eat some flutie flakes. <laughs> it sounds kind of gross. It sounds like something like a scalp it's, condition. I got no, flutie flakes. Yeah, you know what it is? Um, I'm going to find the I've, oldest I've box, had them too. before back in the day, dude. The, they're they're cornflakes without like the 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 frosted thing, or they're not as frosted as frosted flakes. Yeah, which is cornflakes, right? The one yeah. with the little rooster on it. Yeah, they they are cornflakes. Which you and had with, to dump a bunch of sugar in when you're yeah. Grandma with cereal it. like that, what's the point? No sugar, no. It's thanks. what made Doug Flutie an awesome quarterback. <laughs> Look at that! <laughs> I eat Flutie flakes for breakfast every morning. No, no, Blue no. Edition collector's box Flutie flakes. <laughs> That was like Wheaties. When I used to see Wheaties commercials, I'm like, who is eating Wheaties? Michael freaking Jordan. I'm definitely not eating Wheaties. Guess I'm what? Not, I, did, I did not agree. I agreed to Flutie Flakes and Flutie Flakes alone, <laughs> sir. How about Joe Namath Wheaties? Ooh. Look at that classic box. Is that a hologram? That, no. looks, like, that looks like it may be. That I bet that smells like a sawmill. Super Bowl three. <laughs> <laughs> I am not eating Super Bowl three cereal. <laughs> Holy crap. Starting bid $15. Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. It says super replays, so it might not be just three. I don't think you. it's. Look at that really classic General Mills logo. It's low fat. It is filled with vitamins and minerals and probably tastes like vitamins and minerals. 100% whole wheat, Scott. Yeah. Nice. Let's see here. Let's get let's get the classic. Oh, old Wheaties. Oh please! Uh, I I again I agree to Flutie Flakes and Flutie Flakes alone. <laughs> but isn't Flutie Flakes kind of like Wheaties? Wait, can we in in honor of Decon? Can we get a box of Quisp? Quisp. Oh wow! I've never had Quisp, and I have no idea what it is, but it seems appropriate. That is. Speaking of old men. Oh, look at that Jordan box. That's pretty That's sweet. That's $50 a box. It's worth it, man. Well, it's it's Jordan, Michael, it's Michael no, no, Jordan. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Go back up. Quisp, 12 boxes at $47. Ouch. Hey, look. Oh, this, is like this, this is this is new cereal. Quisp. This is new cereal. Is it? Okay, look at the calories. It's got the calorie counts on it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dude, that that's not. It's still that expensive. Oh, yeah, get out of here. Go, go back. Okay, they have a Funko actually, that's, wacky dude, wobbler that, of that Quisp. is twelve. That's twelve dollars for or uh for twelve of them. That's that's actually oh, not that bad. That's, that's a couple bucks bad, a yeah. box. Yeah, it's a case. Yeah, yeah. That's just the box. We don't need. We don't need that though. That's too much Quisp. Where's there that wacky go. wobbler? It's at the top. Let's get some Wheaties. Let's get some Michael Jordan. Wait, wait, wait. Well, go back up. <laughs> this, oh, uh, this is degraded into a serial search. Yeah, the welcome. Shaquille O'Neal 
1999, full and open. No, 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 no. Uh, like nerdsmithing's like night, guys. I'm out for this. No. <laughs> yeah, now we're we're See arguing ya. about random cereal. Here you go. Here you go. Uh, <laughs> I'm not eating Bruce slash Caitlyn Jenner. Wheaties. There's Bruce Jenner cereal. Bruce Jenner Wheaties. I, it, 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 first off, guys, we're starting to be insensitive here because that is Caitlyn Jenner Wheaties. Oh, sorry. No, but it says <laughs> Bruce on the box. I think it's okay. Did you and hear that? Had- did you hear they all had to evacuate their homes because of the, the fires in California? Oh, no. So thoughts and prayers to the Kardashians as well as all of Southern California. I am so sad for their millions of dollars. They're, they're I, I worry so much for their millions. Somewhere. Yeah. Like, oh, man, I wish the house would burn more often. Their house could burn down and they could <laughs> literally out of pocket replace that. I don't feel sorry for you. I'm sorry. Scott, what would your wife say? Uh, the probably the same thing. Like anybody who watches the Kardashians watches them because they kind of secretly hate them, but like, wa- just watches the show because it's addicting. Like I, it's I, we need to have a whole episode on reality TV. Shit. I think we just call that envy. You yeah, know? It, it's it's this whole thing is like I hate you, but I'm jealous of what you. Yeah, I'm envious yeah. of what you have, but I, I don't hate like you. you but like you, man, my, you have an awesome life. Like my wife watches the Kardashians a lot, like, and, and but the whole time she sits there and just like talks shit about these people while she watches it. Like I think that's the fun part of it is you can watch a TV show and just literally badmouth the people on there, and you you know make yourself feel better that you're not a horrible disgusting human being like any of them are. Hey, those are some natural treasures you're talking about. Oh, are they? And silence. And so and for, that's it. They for, broke the inter- hey, remember they broke the internet. <laughs> Before Wreck It Ralph. We just yeah. broke the episode. We broke just, the uh, internet. Yeah, and we just <laughs> lost all of our listeners. Hello. Actually, we've gained three since we've been talking about this shit. Um so for episode sixty of the STS guys, I've been Jeremy. Hey, hey, it's Larry. Hey guys, it's been Nate. And I'm Scott. And we're the STS guys. Have a great night, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bill. Bill. Bye, Bill. And Sit down.